victims, for those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Greetings, listeners. You have once again found The Horror Returns. And for all of you who delight in dread, fantasize about fear, and glorify gore, welcome home. This is the podcast that proves the horror never ends. Each episode, we usually seek out and review a brand new horror movie and then go back and find a classic that has similar themes, and we try to look at the similarities and differences. We kind of like to show how our perceptions of fear can uh, kind of remain the same from generation to generation, but things change based on the climate of the times. We're going to do it a little bit differently this week. There was a couple of um, more independent uh, films that have come out over the last few months that we've heard some uh, enough things about, I think, and would you guys say, safe to say, it kind of both of these piqued our interest a little bit? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So the two films tonight aren't really related together as we normally do, but they're both films that have come out maybe in the last, uh, I think, I think they both come out in the last four or six months on the festival circuit and, uh, very recently out on demand to watch. Uh, we are going to include spoilers for both films. Uh, so it's gonna be a little different this time, guys. We're gonna, we're gonna let you know both times that we're getting into spoilers for each movie. So you can, kind of turn us off at that point now since we're doing two movies back to back and you may not want to hear the spoilers for either one of them because they are relatively new uh you might want to uh just kind of fast forward uh, 10 minutes or so and we'll give you plenty of warning when we come back with a new review so you'll we'll talk a little bit before we go into the review so you guys will will know we'll know where you're at at that point uh, of course, we always assume you guys have seen the classic films, so we always spoil them, but we shall not be covering any classic films tonight. Um, the other thing that we may do from time to time is use a few four-letter words. This is a horror podcast, and horror movies uh, do tend to be R-rated, and you can pretty much expect us to be, too. I'm Lance, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, uh, Brian and Philip. How's it going, guys? It's going good. What's crackalacking, folks? Well, we always start, if you guys uh, have heard our show before, uh, you know this already, but if this is your first time to listen, we picked up a lot of new listeners over the last uh, three or four weeks. We're loving it, guys, all over the world. we got new listeners in uh, Great Britain. Looks like we've picked up a few uh, few more uh, in other parts of Europe as well. And... Uh, New Canadian listener and at least three new uh, listeners in the U.S. So we really, that's that's why we're here, guys. We really appreciate it, and uh, the word of mouth seems to be working. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, so again, if you've heard the show before, you know this, and if you haven't, you're going to find out. But we start with 
little thing we like to refer to as cool of the week. Uh, Brian, what's your cool of the week, man? Oh, my the coolest thing of the week was uh, my youngest daughter just having had her birthday. So want to oh, say happy birthday right. to her. Love you. She just turned seven. And um, yeah, we did a little, little, little shindig. It was cool. But as far as uh, watching stuff, I didn't really watch anything new. I did a couple of rewatches, uh, the uh, original RoboCop movies. Okay. Yeah. So um, went through those. Um, they uh, for me, they still. I mean, the probably the third one doesn't hold up as much, but you know they're kind of hit it like a nostalgia factor with me because I was uh, really into RoboCop when I was younger. That's fair. I remember the first and second one being really good. And I uh, also checked out the remake. I, re- I really enjoy the remake for the simple fact they didn't try to redo what the original, what uh, Verhoeven did with the original one. Yeah. I didn't have a problem with it. So, um, yeah. That's um, pretty much all I did. I didn't really check out that much. Yeah, man, I uh, I I actually rewatched uh, with my wife. We watched Split because uh, okay. it came out on ah, DVD okay. this week. Yeah, and uh, man, that's it. It's a really kick-ass movie, man. It's got some really uh, just memorable, quotable parts. And uh, I feel like it's it's kind of gonna be a cult classic in the near future. Um, anyway, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I also am trying to catch up on Bates Motel. Um, I sort of have the same issues with it that I had, you know, during well, like while I was watching the whole thing. Is that there's just too much extra city shit going on? Right. Like I feel like it should have been more of a uh, an intellectual you know, delve into, you know, what Norman is thinking instead of, uh, instead of what it is where there's all this drama that happens every day for no reason. Uh, more like a, like a Hannibal instead of a uh, gossip girls. Okay. <laughs> That's quite a, seems quite, like quite a difference. Well, obviously an exaggeration, but you get the idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cause I think it would have been cool as a Hannibal type series, but would they have been able to go on for five seasons? Probably not. <laughs> right. I don't know, man. It's uh, so this is the final season, right? I think so. Yeah, it's supposed to be the final episode coming okay. up. Ah, uh, yeah. And didn't you uh, didn't you get some feedback on that from from Jay or something? Uh yeah. Jay wanted to uh, to to recap the final season with us, huh? Yeah, I think so. And you guys are on your own on this one because I've, I've, I think I've seen, I saw the literally the first episode, and it was so different from the uh, film that I kind of got frustrated. I'm like, okay, this oh, yeah? is a psycho show, and they're using cell phones. I can't get into this, you know. I just couldn't, just couldn't <laughs> well, wrap my head. Modern around. psycho. That's a different thing. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, you got some catching up to do if we want to do a uh, a recap. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I might I might listen on that one, but uh, sound like Jay, sound like Jay's kept up with it. He maybe he'll want to come on and uh, and help you guys out with that. Yeah, uh, I'll talk about it if y'all are down. Uh, I think I can catch up. All right, All maybe right. maybe a couple of weeks out. I know we got pretty heavy schedules the next two or three weeks here. Yeah, yeah I, I think we uh, I think we got to open in next month. Cool. All right. 
Well, my not so cool of the week um, started out a lot better than it ended up, and I'm I'm always talking about how I think that uh, network TV shows just go too long, like with going the twenty two to twenty five episodes per season. Mm-hmm. But this particular show was. Uh, just from the title of it alone, I think it was custom made to go 24 episodes, and that was uh, the the classic uh, Jack Bauer 24. Uh, and so you got the new one now, 24 Legacy, and uh, it's only 12 episodes. And I have not, in in all fairness, I have not seen the finale, even though it's come out. I'll probably watch that the next day or two, but. Man, by the time I got to, like, episodes 10 and 11, I'm like, they are trying to cram way too much shit into two hours worth of time here. And that's what I always liked about the uh, the original when it actually went 24 episodes. It was like they had all these twists and turns, but they made sense because they kind of spaced them out. Yeah, these last two episodes, man, are have just really disappointed me. So, so do they still do the same thing, like, where they do, like... One hour of time is one episode, it, 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 even it's, though he doesn't ever actually use the bathroom or anything. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Yep, that's, <laughs> and, and like he'll start driving on one side of town and he'll say, oh, man, we got to get over to the other side of town. And then there's a commercial break and they're there. <laughs> <laughs> well, he drives during the commercial break. It's still 24 hours. <laughs> sure, sure. 18 miles. Yeah. OK. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I can I, I, I'm OK with all that. That part of it is just like, I don't know. It just seems like they're trying to cram way too much in, you know, in, in each episode to try to try to get it all wrapped up in time. Maybe maybe they'll they still have like a little timer at the bottom or anything. Uh, they, they do. They do. And they oh, have okay, the, that's the, cool. the split screens and all that. So it's I thought out. that was super cool. Yeah, it started out great. Like the first uh, six or eight episodes, I was really into it. Couldn't wait for the next one, but I don't know. Let's we'll see. Maybe they'll surprise me. I guess my cool of the week is my uh, my monthly or so uh, Star Trek update as I'm rewatching all the Next Generation. There's a couple of really good episodes that I saw recently. Ship in a Bottle, which is the one where uh, Data likes to go into the uh, holodeck and pretend like he's uh, Sherlock Holmes. And, oh uh, yeah, yeah. The Moriarty program ends up basically getting its own, uh, I guess, mental capacity or whatever. He starts actually thinking, uh, and that's kind of okay. neat how they ended that one. And then the, another really good one I've seen recently was called Face of the Enemy, and uh, this is the one where uh, Dana Troy actually uh, infiltrates a uh, Romulan ship and dresses up as a Romulan, and uh, huh. it's a pretty deep episode. There's a lot going on, so. Yeah, that's Man, I remember all that stuff. That's yeah. good stuff. Look, my mom is a super Trekkie, and I'm more of a uh, a Star Wars kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, she also went to UT, and I went to A&M. <laughs> but mentioning my mom, she told me about a uh, sci-fi show that's on Netflix. I, I'm adding a little extra in here. Um, it's called uh, Winona Earp. And Never heard of it. I haven't, I haven't uh. seen it. Have you guys checked I, it out I, at all? I've heard of it. I've heard it's a really good show. Yeah, she said she binge-watched the whole thing in like a day. What? So, yeah, it sounds like it's a pretty good deal. Is it a Western? check it out. Like a sci-fi Western or something? I don't know. I'm always a little leery of anything that's on the sci-fi channel. Uh, but, man... If she tells me it's good, it's probably pretty decent. Now, it's probably also stupid, cheesy fun because that's kind of thing right. that she likes. But <laughs> I'm down with that. I can watch it. 
Up and down. All right. So it was. Uh, it, what, I, I'm looking at the IMDb, IMDb page. It looks like it was originally a sci-fi channel. They've been yeah. doing some good stuff lately, man. Yeah, they you know? have. They've got a few good series that are out. Um, yeah, I've been I've been getting a lot of recommendations for shows from uh, sci-fi. Really? Yeah. Man, maybe they're turning it around. Maybe, maybe they are. No more Sharknado. Uh, they got they got uh, another one about that. coming. Oh man! Well, our uh, our mascot is back and barking in the background. I hope that's not too loud. Um, you guys ready to move on to some news? Okay, gonna do a little uh, update uh, from our last movie that we um, reviewed. The Fate and the Furious uh, was breaking um, global records. Oh, I heard um, that. Yeah, within uh, the uh, two three day period of the weekend, it made over five hundred thirty two million dollars. Whoa. Hmm. How much, so, uh, like, what is the next best thing? I mean, it broke it by a lot, right? Yeah, uh, apparently only a hundred, a little over a hundred million was um, here in the United States. So apparently overseas, they love their Fast and Furious movies. Well, Damn. Well, and, new, and news about The Rock and Vin Diesel beef is now over. Oh, they yeah? have both signed. Uh, they have both signed on to do um, the next installment. So, yay! <laughs> kind of puts my rumor to to bed. No, uh, no WWE <laughs> SmackDown, huh? Yeah, maybe, maybe next year. Maybe next year. <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, my Blu-ray pick of this episode will be Slither, and I believe it's being released by Scream Factory Special Edition. James Gunn. Uh, directed, yep, directed <laughs> by James Gunn, and this will be out July 25th, so I believe they're taking pre-orders right now on the website. Okay, uh, our first headline will be um, Jessica Lang may return to American Horror Story. Not, okay. a, not a big surprise. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, we were talking about this actress uh, earlier, uh, Walking Dead uh, actors and actresses. Uh, Polly, Pollyanna McIntyre, Stephen Ogg, and Caitlin Nakin have been promoted to the main cast of The Walking Dead. All right. Oh, <laughs> I so didn't know there was gonna... a, a main cast and a subcast, but okay. Yeah, so uh, we're going to get... Uh, I believe Caitlin Nakin is the the young girl that's always with uh, Carl. Oh, yes. oh, okay. okay, I got you. And Stephen Ogg is the guy that um, he shows up with the Saviors to um, the hilltop. Okay, I he's like the the one with the mustache. Yeah, yes, in the receding okay. hairline. I know who you're yes. talking about. Okay, I, know who you're talking I like about. him. I like him. I, I like too. him I better like than the leader of the hilltop. <laughs> And well, uh, yeah, Pollyanna, saying. and Pollyanna Macintosh is. I, I guess we gave them the name of the dumpster people, the trash dump people, or whatever. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, I hear they're coming back, man, but I still don't understand them. It doesn't make any sense. Right. <laughs> so uh, with them that? being, <laughs> <laughs> with them being promoted to the main cast, uh, most likely we're going to see a whole lot of them next season. Yeah, okay, I, I can live with that. Uh, yeah. Um, I had no problem with any. I mean, except for uh, the girl that hangs out with Carl. You know, I, you know, whatever. Right. Take yeah. Her, take her or leave her, huh? 
Yeah, like if but she I, died, it wouldn't I be will, the end of the world. <laughs> yeah, but I will say Stephen Ogg, who uh, I, I forget his name on there. Um, he's he's pretty uh, entertaining. Simon yeah, or something like that. Simon. Is. Or, Simon, I think is it is. Is it Simon? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah some, I think he's kind of like he's that. entertaining. Right. He is. Well, so um, uh, can only go up, to, up from here, right? Right. Yeah, that'll be something to check out next year or next <laughs> season. And very, very short news week because this is our last news item. Um, we reported last week that uh, TNT dropped uh, "Let the Right One In" uh, the TV series. Mm-hmm. Well, now they're having uh, rights issues with "Tales from the Crypt," and "Tales from the Crypt" has been delayed. Oh no! So their little horror block thing they were trying to put on TNT is not looking so good right now. Wow. What a, what a surprise. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I was kind of looking forward to Tales from the Crypt. The, the little teaser trailer looked very interesting, mm-hmm. creepy. And, you know, I loved the, the original show. Yeah, up, me so. too, man. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it's it's just a simple, you know, thing that they can fix. Hopefully. I'd love to see that one back on TV. But it, it seems like all the shows that they were planning for, because it was like supposed to be like a two, three hour block from what I was told. Right. Uh, a lot of these shows are not happening for different reasons. So hopefully they can pull it together. Fucking up. Yeah. And that's okay. I that can, I, I can live without it. <laughs> I wasn't really excited about it, to be honest with you. <laughs> and that is all the news we have for this week. All right. Well, that means it's time to take a little trip, boys. So, as with every show, it's time to take a little trip down to the trailer park. Brian, what's our first new trailer to talk about this week? First one we're going to talk about is Dark Signal, starring. Siwan Morris, Gareth David Lloyd, Joanna, oh my gosh, I'm not even going to attempt this last name, and Duncan Powell, directed by Edward Evers Swindell. What did you guys think about Dark Signal? Mm, it's interesting. I It almost looks like a... Uh, White noise, you remember that one? Mm, I do. Remember uh, with that. Michael Keaton. Yeah, it's it's got a little bit of that kind of vibe going. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I kind of have to reserve judgment because it looks kind of generic horror movie ish. Yeah, it does, yeah, it I does was look a little generic, doesn't it? I was a little confused because it, it looked like part of the movie was a slasher movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for a second. But that, yeah, yeah I, I, it, they didn't quite give you enough information to go on. So it's probably one of those where you're watching it going, what the fuck is going on kind of movies. You yeah, think that, so kind of try to figure it out as you go. Yeah, that's my only worry is that, you know, it looks a little it looks a little interesting, but I'm, I'm worried that it, the movie might end up just being all over the place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. uh like I was telling you earlier, Brian, I, for some reason I thought we'd already talked about this one a little bit last week, but I do I do remember watching it last week, and I noticed yeah. that they mentioned that it takes place in uh, Snowdonia, okay, which is uh, kind of like the northern part of Wales. I, I was actually there for a music festival last year, and uh, 
I mean, it would be a very good setting for a horror, for a horror movie because it's so desolate out there. Uh-huh. And, uh, I mean, you've got to, when you're driving on the streets out there, you've, you've almost got to compete with the sheep for, for, ro- for, uh, road space, you know? Really? Oh. And, oh, yeah, it's not unusual. As a matter of fact, the roads are so, uh, are so tiny that, uh, if w- one car's coming from one way and one from the other, then somebody has to literally, uh, pull over to the side to let the other one pass. And it's not unusual to drive for half an hour without seeing another car, so. It might wow. be a pretty good, yeah. It might be a pretty good area for that. And there's a lot of mountains and places to hide and things like that. So, yeah, <laughs> it could be it could be worth the watch. And, Any place uh, called Snowdonia sounds Snowdonia, pretty horrible. Yeah, yeah. It's named after the uh, mountain there. There's a Snowdonia mountain. <laughs> if uh, anybody's interested in checking it out, it is available May twenty third. Okay. And now on to our next trailer. Um, it is Another Evil, starring, where's my notes, right here, David Bacandall, Beck DeRoberts, Dax Flame, Jennifer Irvin, and Steve Little, which I recognize Steve Little from uh, Eastbound and Down. Okay. It's pretty funny on that show. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a poor, uh, like a poor, look like a poor man Shaun of the Dead in certain spots to me. <laughs> That's a good description. <laughs> I think I like it. I don't know, Brian. What do you think, man? What are you thinking? Uh, uh, I actually, uh, right before we started recording, I watched it one more time. I think I'm gonna pass on this one. I mean, it looks like it might have some funny moments yeah. in it, but. I just, I don't know. I was a little bit bored with the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's very dry, very like British humorish, but like, yeah. it I may have to wait and see on it because it might be <laughs> really funny. Wait and see. But it <laughs> might be really shitty. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like what they tried. The trailer. I like what they tried to, because, you know, obviously there's some, like some actual ghost shit happening in the beginning of the trailer but then you've got this fucking psycho uh, (laughs) paranormal guy that apparently is it kind of the basically the same situation as the cable guy yeah yeah he does that kind of movie he does he does his service for the guy and then just really really just wants to be the guy's friend but it just i don't know um, <laughs> if, I mean, maybe if it shows up on uh, Netflix, maybe and it, and it check will. it out. <laughs> Gar- uh, guaranteed. You, you know what? I'll totally watch it if it shows up <laughs> on Netflix I'll, on I'll Netflix see. because it it looks super quirky and and maybe kind of cool. But you know, I mean, it might be it. I don't know, man. It's it's either going to be really funny or just really bad. <laughs> not much, not much room for shades of gray. No, on this one, it's huh? not going to be. Oh, it was okay. <laughs> I'm uh, looking up some stuff on IMDb. I guess at Fantasia right. 2016, it got four and a half stars out of five. That's a good sign. Wow, wow! So, it looks like it could be really funny, man. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I think Philip's right. It it can go one way or it can just completely go yeah. the other way. Right. It looks more comedy and, you know, comedy is subjective. You know, what's funny to one True. person might not be funny to the next. So, you know, maybe I think I think I've seen it available now on a 
on demand or a VOD or whatever. So mm-hmm. okay, well, I'll see if I can find it. <laughs> and what a, what a title! Let's... Another evil. <laughs> it, it, it almost sounds like it's it's the next Austin Powers movie or something. Like uh, Scott Evil has a son or something. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See, and... I watched Goldmember twenty seven thousand times. I love that movie. It is. It is a classic, <laughs> man. <laughs> Okay, on to our final trailer, which was actually just released a few hours ago from when we started recording. I remember they were talking about this. I didn't actually know they were actually pursuing or going ahead with this. Um, Marvel's Cloak and Dagger TV series. And it Mm -hmm. stars Olivia Holt as Dagger and Aubrey Mm -hmm. Joseph as Cloak. What did you guys think? What network? What network is it on? Yeah, Freeform. That's a good question. Freeform. Freeform. What the hell is yeah, Freeform? Do you remember when you had me watch that horrible uh, <laughs> summer summer camp show or whatever it was? I, didn't have that. I never you watched remember. a single episode of that, dude. That was you somebody sh- else who told you about that. You, you sent me the trailer. I might have like, seen the trailer, watch. but I never watched it. it uh, okay, look, the only good thing that that had going for it was that it had it had the Candyman in it. And, and I think he I'll played tell you, like a I'll kid counselor or something. I tell you what, I watched the first episode and he couldn't even save it. Oh, I tapped, I tapped out after one episode. Oh boy. That's the only thing that worries me about this show because the preview looked like it was kind of decent. Cloak and Dagger are, uh, yeah. you know, I, I mean they're not super memorable characters, but they're at least big characters in the Marvel universe. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I really like their power setting because yeah. cloak, cloak teleports and uh, daggers. She creates like daggers out of out of like some kind of light force, right? Mm-hmm. And like there's, um, I remember reading in the comic books like I think she has the power to like purge someone's addiction out of them. Oh wow! Does like, she? Yeah, and I think there's a lot of cool shit can be done, but it just looked too like this. This show can also be on the CW, right? Right. It was like a lot of teenage drama. Yeah. Well, <laughs> now I'm, it kind of, it kind of, I'm okay with it because it, it maybe teenage drama, but maybe a little more serious, in depth, humanizing side. Yeah. What 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 I was hoping because you didn't really get a lot of scenes of their actual powers yeah that's so true I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that they're just they're not trying to throw everything out there and want you to watch the show because i'm i'm really you know if they do the powers right it could look super cool so mm-hmm. see and my issue with like the first season of daredevil and uh even with jessica jones and 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 others you know is like Man, they never get the, it. I get that you have to have an origin story, but like they don't even get their superhero costumes until the end of the season. I'm like, man. Ah, that's true. That's true. I wanted to see that shit in like episode two. Right. <laughs> so yeah. it kind of depends on how they go with it, but it looks it looks very. It looked like a Netflix kind of series to me. So yeah, I have a little bit of hope for it, but. That may be misplaced because it's on free form. Yeah, I, I'm definitely going to check it out. You know, I, I hope because more and more people talk to me about um, Iron Fist. I'm getting so down on that show. 
And I'm oh I'm hoping this is this is this is something fresh and new, you know. I, I didn't even finish Iron Fist. I watched I like binged the first Ah, you gotta finish like, it, man. Come on. Ten episodes and then didn't finish. You know what? A lot of people have said they've binged a lot of episodes and when they stopped, they just didn't care to go back. Right. Like I had it, no it, desire to go back to it. I binged the first twelve and had one episode left and watched it like two weeks later. Right. That's weird. Yeah, I just I don't and the same thing happened with Luke Cage because I thought Luke Cage started out great and it yeah, it did. Yeah, and then near the end I just I kinda I didn't care anymore. Yeah, see I I, I really only I didn't even finish Luke Cage. I only watched the first three or four episodes. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. You got you guys are killing me, man. <laughs> but, um, why would why would you why would you start it and not at least and not and not at least finish it? I mean, these there are yeah, only thirteen episodes. I did the same thing though with with the first season of Daredevil. I watched the first right. you know four or five episodes and then I just left it alone for like a fucking year. <laughs> and then I watched the second half of season one and all of season two. Okay, <laughs> but well, season two is way better than season one. Because of the Punisher aspect? Probably. Yeah. There were more cool-ass fight scenes. More shit happened. Uh, there were some pretty good fight scenes in the first season, too. That hallway yeah, scene was amazing. Not near not near as cool as the second season. There was a bunch of really cool ones in the second one. Yeah, the uh, elevator the elevator scene, the one where, he, where he's in the fight, and then uh, the Punisher's also in a fight in the same building. Yeah, well, and then, yeah, that stairwell scene, that was in season two. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, and then yes. uh, and then the prison scene where the Punisher's whooping some tail, that oh, was pretty awesome, right. too. that's right, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, a little, uh, a little thing on the Punisher, I think we might get a trailer soon, because I could be wrong, anybody out there correct me, but I think I read that they just wrapped filming. Oh, cool. Yeah, I saw a, a, a movie poster on Facebook. And yeah, it showed all of the uh, all of the different characters. So, so maybe we'll get a trailer soon, but I, I'm thinking um, we're getting close to uh, San Diego Comic Con, so they might hold up until. Uh, makes sense. Guess we'll have to go to San Diego, right? Kevin <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin will be there. <laughs> <laughs> the wife's not might not like that. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Cloak and Dagger, um, I think we'll all probably give the first episode a try. Yeah, why not? Uh, no firm release date, but we're getting it, um, oh, uh, 2018. So, mm-hmm. it's a bit odd they're giving us a trailer now. Yeah, seems that way. That's a little bit of a wait, isn't it? Yeah. Well, maybe Freeform is putting all their cards down. This is This is what's going to define us. Yeah, that's uh, pretty big for them to get a Marvel series. Yeah, it really is. I mean, AMC wasn't shit till The Walking Dead came out. Well, I mean, I guess there was a, a few other things before that, Breaking Bad and stuff. But uh, yeah, and, for a long time, AMC wasn't anything. Yeah, and I believe that is our final trailer. All right, cool. So. Uh... We got any feedback uh, this week, Philip? I think you said we we actually did have quite a bit, huh? As always, our buddy Patrick Lear, who is you know the writer for our show, <laughs> <laughs> screenwriter. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, he sent us a link and uh, and he said he's very pleased about this. It's uh, James Gunn to direct and write Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. No surprise. I don't know if he's there. pleased that there's going to be a Volume Three or that James right. Gunn is directing it, but I'm happy about either one. <laughs> so I'm I'm totally okay with that. Uh, let's see. Our next thing, uh, Kevin Nez, a uh, friend of the show, been on here a bunch. Uh, he says, uh, the Japanese evil dead. I uh, just link that on our Facebook page. Go to our Facebook page and look at it. It looks kind of cool. He's <laughs> Kevin Ness says, I need to, I need to see this. Uh, can't blame him for that either. Did any of you guys check it out? No, <laughs> I haven't checked out. What, what is it? The hair, the Harry Kiri committing zombies or what? I don't know. I did. I was when he, when it popped up on my phone, I, I was with my daughter and right. I wasn't able to check it out because my wife's getting mad at all the horror movies I let my daughter watch. So. <laughs> all right. Sorry Which, about that. You know Kevin. what? We'll, They'll we'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which my, my daughter is, she wants me to take her to see it opening night. Oh, that would be Ooh. awesome. How old is Seven. <laughs> she she's just it really into the horror movies. That's cool. I mean, man. you know, I mean, there's some things I won't let her watch, but she really like, wants to see it because she's she loves Stranger Things. But my wife's putting her foot down. Man, I don't know. That's that's kind of cool. My six year old is not really into any of that. <laughs> <laughs> It's my little one that will sit down and watch horror movies with me, but she doesn't quite get it. And if it gets too scary, I'm like, all right, we got to (laughs) go. It's usually the younger ones because my two oldest one, my my oldest daughter claims to be a horror fan. Right. Matter of fact, if we ever do the most overrated horror movies, we'll probably have her come on. I'll just just ask her to make a list of her favorite horror movies. That'd That'd be cool. cool. (laughs) Yeah, because her favorite horror movies are a bunch of shit. (laughs) <laughs> that is not scary. Give us, give us an example. Uh, you guys ever see the apparition? Nope. I don't think I have. Uh, maybe there's, go check maybe that. there's a reason. <laughs> yeah, it is a piece of shit. <laughs> um, what about zombies? <laughs> oh my god! Zoomies. I think I, I tapped out of zombies. Like, oh, that was fun, man. I enjoyed that. I never watched it. Just from the cover, I was like, oh, I, I can't legitimately watch this. <laughs> I think I watched maybe 20 minutes. Uh, I, I liked it. Probably for all the wrong reasons, but I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, and uh, okay, so there's the Evil Dead, the Japanese Evil Dead, and then uh, we have another discussion going on on... Uh, on our Horror Returns Facebook page uh, between Reed Wilson and Art Kelly. Uh Sounds like we might have a uh, a big old horror horror mega podcast going on at some point sometime soon. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like uh, they want to uh, everybody wants to guest star on each other's shows. So uh, cool. We'll see That's how that goes. About, man. Yeah, and I'm, I'm down with that. So there you go, mega podcast. 
Uh, that's all our listener feedback for this week because we're doing it a little bit early. All right. Um, all right. But as always, we love to hear from you. Uh, you can reach out to us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com or uh, check us out on any of our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, just search for The Horror Returns and we will be there. But, uh, but uh, one one other thing, Philip, you did say that uh, Alfonso uh, chimed in, right from the from the Bad Boys show. Yeah, yeah, Alfonso Salazar. Uh, so we he's, may, he's, may he's have one of the big ones. Pretty soon, right? He he's he's probably going to be a guest on our show in uh, the very near future, um, and then maybe on a uh, on a big old horror collaboration with the other guys too. Oh man, we got to figure out how we can put that together. Brian, Brian, are you on? All right. Can Skype handle yeah. it? <laughs> I think Skype can handle uh, like up to twenty five callers. So I think we're I think we're going to be okay. That's what the fact says, but <laughs> we'll see. yeah, we'll find out, huh? All right. Well, so that's the feedback section. That's it. So, and now it's time for our featured attractions. Uh, as I said earlier this week, we're doing things a little bit differently. Uh, we're going to be covering two newer movies that uh, the the we we I think we purposefully went and picked a couple that might not be on everyone's radar. So here we are coming into the big summer blockbuster season. So pretty much every every week there's going to be a killer gigantic you know release. Um, we had the Fate of the Furious. Um, you know, of course, after that, Guardians is right around the corner, and then I think I think at that point it's probably going to be. I don't think we'll t- have too much of a chance to do too many of these smaller, more independent films. Yeah. You know, so we took a, took the opportunity this week. Um, and, be- and also because uh, colossal is still not out here <laughs> to, uh, to cover a couple of smaller releases that we felt were worth covering. So we're going to be reviewing the new film pet as well as rupture. So we'll start out talking about pet. The director uh, was uh, Car- Carlos Torrens. He's a director from Barcelona, Spain, which is actually where I'm going to be uh, on holiday at the end of June. So Look out. maybe I'll meet up with him. <laughs> uh, he is also known for Apartment 143. Now, I've heard about that one. Brian, have you seen Have you seen Apartment 143? I have heard of it. I think I've seen it on Netflix. I think I'm going to check it out. It's supposed to be pretty good. Uh, but he's also done a segment from the ABCs of Death 2.5. Okay. Uh, the writer of this one, um, going to have some special love in your heart for this guy, uh, Brian. He's Jeremy Slater. Uh, okay. Not not for this one necessarily. The Lazarus Effect. That one was yeah, meh. <laughs> uh, but he did uh, pretty much all the writing for the television show The Exorcist. Oh, okay. So good. Yeah. I know you enjoyed that. Uh, yeah. This movie was actually filmed in the same studio set room in Los Angeles that was used for the original movie Saw. Hmm. Uh, Pet premiered at South by Southwest in, in Austin, Texas on March 11th, 2016, and was released in uh, limited release to theaters on December 2nd, 2016. Uh, and then finally, this is kind of a questionable uh, bit of fame for it, I guess, but it is the lowest grossing theatrical release of 2016 with a total gross of just $70 from one theater. Wow. Did it only Ouch. play in one theater? 
I think it'll be played. See, play I don't different. see how you can count that kind of shit, man. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I... That upsets me a lot. <laughs> All right, well, then, since you're so upset by it, why don't you tell us what you thought about the actual movie? I am upset by it because I loved this movie. I thought it was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was a motherfucking plot tornado. <laughs> <laughs> At least it wasn't no. a Sharknado, right? That's true. But no, it, you you think you know what's going on during this movie, and it, and it does a really good job of setting everything up. And then halfway through it, it just hits you in the face because it turns it on its ass. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like that. I like, the, I like the way that they went with the plot twist. It's always, you know, those really tense movies like that, it always comes down to how they end it, you know? Yes, and, I would uh, agree. I think that they ended this one really well. They ended it totally unexpected. I didn't see any of the shit coming. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I really enjoyed all of it, man. And I, I went from thinking one thing to thinking something totally different halfway through the movie. Yeah, I and then see even that. even halfway through the movie. I was I still wasn't entirely sure that what was going on was 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 truthful. And that, I kind of don't want to say any more than that because I, I don't I don't want to ruin it. It was really fun to watch. I I completely enjoyed it. It was it was the best movie I've watched in a while, man. It was it was a lot of fun. All right, well let me ask you this, Philip. Can you give just like the basic setup for the listeners because this is one that I think people are going to want to are going to want to check out and and it and it's pretty easily accessible on demand and whatnot. So, like you know, just the first like ten fifteen minutes. What's what's the basic setup? Okay, so uh, Dominic Moynihan, the uh, the guy from uh, yeah, he was in Lord of the Rings. What what else was he in? He was he was Lost. in Lost. He was the yeah. rock star from Lost. Okay, Lost and Lord of the Rings. You ought to figure it out from there. Yep. He's a Hobbit little guy. Um. So wait, wait a minute. He was a rock star on Lost. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, sure was, man. Yeah, because oh he, he was like a heroin addict. Oh no, he was really good. He was really good in the part. Yeah. He okay, was. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just not a fan of Dominic Monaghan. <laughs> I like him. Anyway, um, so he plays this super creepy fucking like ah beady little eyed. <laughs> Punch you with his point Dexter guy, right? Right. And uh and he's he's straight up Facebooking or Facebook stalking this chick. He writes down, you know, likes and dislikes and 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 it it follows her everywhere to her house, everything, completely stalking her. And uh, uh they they set it up like that. Uh, I don't know how far to go with it, but it's super creepy. You you get that whole tension of him stalking her and how she may feel with him stalking her because I, it's kind of obvious that she's trying to blow him off and, and he is just not getting it at all. <laughs> keeps going. That's a, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's the basic setup. And then. You know, I think anybody who's seen the the trailer the trailer knows that you know some some things happen. You know, he goes a little maybe he goes a little too far with his right. uh, obsession. 
Um, so yeah, and he wor- he works at like a um, I guess is it like a humane society or is it a vet? I guess it's a humane society, right, Brian? Yeah, something like that. He's yeah. Got- Go ahead. I was uh, just agreeing with you guys. Yeah, just a uh, yeah. He's got like these cages and stuff that he. You know, it, it, it has access to. <laughs> well, one one thing one thing about his character very early on that that was pretty telling about him that especially if you think back, you know, in retrospect, is if you'll recall there there was a dog that uh, he yeah it had to have been a humane uh, like a shelter because there was a dog that he had to put down because I guess they hadn't found an owner for it and he really didn't want to put that dog down. He was. Uh, but he wasn't quite willing to take the dog and take care of it. So that kind of told you a couple of things about him right there. Right. And uh, that that was pretty interesting, the way that they did that. And they showed him to be, you know, caring like that, but he didn't necessarily want, the, I guess, the responsibility or whatever. Um, right. So, yeah, the setup was good. He was definitely uh, a dweeb. Um, you know, definitely, uh, you could tell there was something totally off with him. You know, then of course you've got this this chick that he's going after. That's kind of almost like seems like almost the the all American type, and you know, like you said, she didn't want anything to do to do with this schmuck, and she was just sort of, you know, I guess like she kind of like the popular girl, and he was kind of like the nerd, I guess in a way. She looks like an Instagram model. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll go. I'll go with that. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's probably as as far in the setup as I want to go, Brian. What do you what do, what do you, he, what do you want to say? He knew her from high school, so he felt like he had you know the ability to talk to her and stuff. Um, I really really enjoyed this movie. I mean, like Philip said, there was you know when one twist happened, you thought that's where the movie was going. Then another twist happened, and mm-hmm. the lead actress. I'm gonna butcher. I'm butchering names left and right today. Sanaya or Kinsanaya or whatever. I just call her Holly because that was her name in the movie. Whatever. Um, she was awesome. Yes. She was fantastic. Yeah. Right. Um, my one gripe is I do not like Dominic Monaghan. I just kind of <laughs> feel like he was good in the beginning of this movie and then he right. kind of just trailed off near the end. I, I just I just felt like his acting compared to her acting, it, it yeah. just kind of oh, it got lost near yeah. the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can, I can see that. I can, I can see, see that. that, too. I really liked him at the beginning. Yeah. Not like liked him. I actually kind of hated him at the beginning. I, okay, so I watched the first 20 minutes of the movie, and then I went and got my wife because I was like, okay, you're going to want to watch this one. It looks like it's pretty good. Yeah. And uh, did, she, did she like it? Yeah, she did. She liked it a lot. And so uh, I went back and watched the first 20 minutes again, and I actually had a different perspective of Dominic Moynihan from the from the first oh, time. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And, and I mean, I'm talking 20 minutes into the movie, so right. I already knew he was like this creeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, like it, it was one of the questions that I was going to ask in spoilers was, uh, you know what? I'll. I'll, I'll I'll save that for yeah. For, there there there's a lot to be brought up in spoilers. Yeah, definitely a lot to be brought up in spoilers. But it was like you know, was did he did he think about this before, or is it something that happened on the way? Hmm, interesting. What'd you mm-hmm. guys think about uh, Sam, uh, Sam from iCarly? <laughs> she she didn't have much of a the the roommate. She didn't have too much of a part to play, did she? 
Okay, see, and I didn't know. Uh, that's another question that I have too Careful. for spoilers. Careful. Yeah, that's another question that I have for for spoilers. But right. my wife is the one that brought that up. She was like, "She's from that Disney show, Sam and Cat," and I was like, "Why the fuck did we watch that Disney show, Sam and Cat?" And she's like, "Because the Disney Channel was on twenty four seven, and it just came on after cartoons." <laughs> Well, actually, I think it was actually I think this was Nickelodeon, oh. but okay, I got you. <laughs> was it? I think so. Well, no, okay, but she was on Sam and Cat too. Yes. So I, I think she went from one thing to another, mm-hmm. and uh, same, and, same and character, so th- two different right. shows. Yeah, and so that's that's what I saw her on, and and Cat was uh, Ariana Grande when she was a baby. Mm-hmm. Which she still kind of is. Still kind of is. <laughs> Right. But, <laughs> whatever. All right. Well, ratings time. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> too too many spoilers to go into, right? I know, right? Well, it's <laughs> it's one of those kind of movies, man. Um, I, well, I went first. Uh, I'm gonna rate this one probably higher than I should, but uh, I, I think it was really good. It was really entertaining, and I I enjoyed every minute of it up until the very end of it. I loved the ending. I loved everything about it. Uh, I'm going to give it a nine. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Well, Which they, is uh, way more than it got in any kind of ratings that I've ever looked right. at. Man, it, I'm telling you, watch this movie. It was fun. If you don't know anything about it, watch mm-hmm. it. Don't look up anything about it. Just watch it. Uh, Brian, I think we know who spent the $70 in the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but all oh kidding, my goodness! All, all kidding, all kidding aside, guys, I'll, I uh, I give it a relatively high score too. I uh, I'll give it a, I'll give it a six point five. I um I, I think of anything, yeah, I I couldn't agree with you more, Brian. I couldn't I couldn't put my finger on what was bothering me, but uh, yeah, Dom, Dominic's acting just totally fell off. It it just it kind of felt like he was phoning it in a little bit in the last half. But was it him phoning it in, or was it her doing such a good job and being so convincing that it just kind of overshadowed him? I don't know. Yeah, I think um, I, I think it's the latter. I, I think she just over her acting just overtook his, and I'm very interested to see her and other things. Um, I, I, a show I watch right now. I'm I'm going through her IMDb. Um, I watch uh, Orphan Black. Oh, is she in that? Um, yeah, I'm currently on on the third season, and I see she um, shows up on the third season. So I'm uh-huh. very interested yeah. to check out, basically check out her work from here on out. I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't like her in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, until oh, that, yeah. that turn she happened. Had her, yeah, had her had her nose up in the air and everything. Mm-hmm. You were you were rooting for Dominic early, weren't you? <laughs> well. I wasn't rooting for him because he was a creepy little shit. Right. <laughs> but I wasn't rooting for her either. Right. Definitely not rooting for her then, huh? Yeah. I gotcha. Uh, but no, I mean, six six 6.5, that's that's a good score, guys. I mean, that's basically two-thirds good and one-third bad. So yeah. um, would, would, I have, would I have paid 10 bucks to see this at the theater? Yes, I would absolutely. So that's yeah. that's the – that. For me, that's the uh, the acid test. Uh, Brian, what do you think? Um, I'm going to go one full point higher and give it a seven and a half. Um, that's fair. Yeah, that's really she. Good. She was great in this movie, um, and I just did, like you guys have brought up before. It just kept just when you thought it was 
one way it just turned and then turned and then turned mm-hmm. and it just it just kept you interested kept your eyes on the screen and um yeah i have to uh, dominic monahan i don't fucking know <laughs> i don't know right he's not done nothing good since lord of the rings and he wasn't even memorable in that one either so but even <laughs> if you hated him in this one it worked yeah I, i'm gonna I'm like, get into true. that I, I wanted to give it uh, – last night when I finished watching it, I wanted to give it an 8.5. This right. morning when I woke up after I thought it over, I was like, man, I'm going to give that shit a 9. That was a badass movie. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun to watch. Well, I mean, right, rightfully so. It was it, it was definitely a fun movie. I love the I love the plot twist, which we're, which we're going to get into here very shortly. But anything else you guys want to mention before we move on to spoilers? Uh, nope. Let's do it. Okay, this is the spoiler alert. Ten minutes. Warning. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, we'll try to keep it to ten minutes or less uh, so you'll know where to pick it up later. And now we'll do the spoiler alert. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. All right, Philip, you go first, man. Uh, well, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Uh, okay, so I wanted well, to the ask. Big one. There's the big one, of course. <laughs> well, the big spoiler, but I wanted to ask. Okay, so do do you think that he was planning to lock her in the ca- like? This is what I was thinking while I was watching the movie. Do you think he was planning on locking her in the cage, like originally? After no. he met her on the bus? Because No, I don't think so. Okay, but after he had that little scene with uh the German Shepherd that they had to put down, he looks mm-hmm. back in that cage and he does this little huh thing, you know? And then, <laughs> and then was a little that be- bit was was that before or after he got turned down? That was after the bus scene. Uh, that was after that was before he got turned on in the restaurant though okay so I don't originally think I think he was just a fucking creepy stalker guy that just like follows everything about her on social media mm-hmm. right but he and didn't think, start following on uh, on social media I mean he went and looked at it but he didn't start writing down that list until after they killed the dog and he looked in that cage and but had think, this look. He was like But I think he he had been following her because he had that, that line in the restaurant when he asked her out and she said that I had a boyfriend and he said, No no you don't No you don't. Well right. <laughs> okay, so that was after, but he he had killed uh they killed the dog and he looked in the in the cage and did that thing before that happened. I don't know. Now you're gonna you're gonna make me watch it again. Me now. Out. Yeah, I'm this, telling this, you, this movie, this movie deserves totally, a second viewing anyway. Yeah, it definitely deserves a second viewing, just because there's so many plot twists all at once. Right, and uh, it, like I think that it was it, it sort of made me look at Dominic Moynihan a little different. That's what I was talking about when I watched it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, through about 20 minutes of it, and then I went back and watched it again. And, like, at first I was looking at him as this little cheesy, like, in love guy, and he was just going way too far and super fucking weird. And then but, 20 see, minutes later what, I started watching him as, like, this predator 
and he was trying <laughs> well, to I kind of wanted him to, to get a little more, little more menacing, huh? Yeah. I kind of wanted him to be that way throughout the movie because you get that scene where in the bar where he's again being a creeper. Right. Grabbing on her and then the the at the time I, I guess he it was her ex-boyfriend. Right. Punches the shit out of him and he's John just Mayer? laying is that who that was? <laughs> nah, nobody looked like him. <laughs> um, he's just laying on the ground, bleeding, and he just has this right. grin on his face. And I'm like, okay, oh, this guy's wow. fucking crazy. Right. That was fucking creepy as hell, right? Kinda, that was but then, weird. Like, I, like I said, as the movie goes on and her craziness shows, I just, I just, I don't know what happened. It just, like he, I don't know if it's the way the character was supposed to be or he just got his acting just got overshadowed by hers and he just could not maintain, you know, what was going on because I don't know. It just near the end. I don't, I don't know. She was just full on fucking wacky and yeah. Oh yeah. She took over the lead role. Yeah. And she was just manipulating, manipulating situations like with the, with the prison guard, Nate, not Mm -hmm. prison guard, uh, security guard, uh, Nate, you know that that whole thing. He's trying to break her out, and then she just grabs his hands and right. just asks, "Have you ever been in love?" You know. Yeah. Well, she wanted him to die. That's that's yeah. what threw me for a loop. She was so she, fucked up. This was like Harley Quinn for die. real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She she did not. She didn't want to escape. She wanted to see Dominic Moynihan kill this guy. That's all she wanted. She figured she could probably get out of the cage at some point later. Mm-hmm. And, and and she was just happy with being able to watch this guy die. Yeah, well, I think hey, after. Oh, I'm hey, sorry. Yeah, real Go quick, so, before I forget it, so one since you mentioned that one one thing that I did notice that uh, that was in the IMDb, like under the the uh, trivia sec- section, they put it down as an error. But since you guys just put it this way, I'm not so sure it was an error. They're saying that the lock that he put on there uh, consisted of only four digits of zero through nine. So in what, 9,999 turns, she at some point within, what, maybe two or three days at the very, very most, she actually, if she worked on it full time, probably within a day, she could have broken out just by trying every single combination, right? Yeah, I guess. Kind of maybe they did. Do that. Maybe that wasn't but her. I, no, but I mean, but, maybe she did want to get out, guys. Maybe she did want I, to get out of there. I always, I always felt like when she started playing him, mm-hmm. um, I did believe she um, think she was going to get out. But she, I think she always knew that eventually he was just going to let her out. Yeah, she was going to basically force him to get to let her out. Yeah, because he wasn't really. He said he wasn't going to kill her if he didn't have to. I, his main thing was trying to save her. Mm-hmm. Which Allegedly. again, again, that that was another kind of twist, right there to to how fucking wacky he is mm-hmm. because he followed her and watched her kill all these people, and then and a, was... a normal person would have fucking got the police. I mean, I don't care if he's like, oh yeah, I witnessed her killing these people while I was stalking her. I don't fucking care if you know. I don't know. It's just you watch this crazy ass bitch just like kill all these people and all these different not not the same way every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would stay far away from her. Yeah, definitely. Well, it, let me ask you guys this: did, sure. did, uh, did you guys th- did you guys think she was going to kill him at the end, or were you thinking she wasn't going to? 
Um, I thought he was dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I thought he was dead too. I okay. mean, she slit his throat. Right. So. Yeah. I'm still not entirely sure how he survived. Which, which okay, let's go to the end. Um, the reveal um, that she's now keeping him in a cage. Right. What the fuck happened to his face? <laughs> that was my question too. Is does she go there? I mean, she sacrifice basically okay you get the scene where she's back with the boyfriend mm-hmm. she finds out he's still cheating on her oh she yeah, thinks that... about thinks about stabbing him yes but then i guess when she goes to see uh, dominic monaghan in the cage mm-hmm. she's basically like i was gonna kill but then i thought of you yeah. and then <laughs> what it a... made me feel better what, so what i a, I, what I was kind of commentary that is huh? these chicks yeah which i was guys that treat him like crap yeah, which I was kind of confused. Like, okay, if she is like, if he's like her, basically like her inspiration to not kill no more. Right. Why does he look like that? Because I, at first I, I was like, do you go down there and torture the shit out of him? Probably. He's he's <laughs> the he's the friend zoned guy. Because he kind of looked like he kind of looked like he was a couple couple stages away of looking like the dude from uh, Hannibal. <laughs> The rich dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. you guys yeah. know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read the book. Cause oh, he, yeah, because his face was all messed up, and he his eyes looked like he was going blind, right. or if he wasn't blind already. So I, I was just really curious on what happened to him, or how long he's been there, or. I like that they didn't tell you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it was okay. it was interesting, and it was just such a flip-flop on everything and uh, you know it's like I said it was like it's like the ultimate friend zone she's like okay if you really love me I guess you'll sacrifice this and this and this and this and your face and your eyes and yeah I, I think I'm I'm gonna bring it back stupid people it's oh, back oh yeah Dominic yeah. is definitely stupid people yeah this- Cut your fucking finger off, you dumbass. That is so... I don't fucking care. Yeah. Well, and then it it turns him back into Creeper, because all all he had to do was call the police in the fucking first place. Right. But no. He had to be a fucking Creeper and try to stalk this psycho chick. At some point, he should have just fucking killed her. Because when 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 he killed uh, the security guard, she's telling him exactly what to do to dispose of the body pull the teeth out dispose of the teeth not in the same you know she's done this many times before Mm -hmm. and at one point I don't I don't know I mean you're right that just shows how how fucking crazy he is that he's in love with this this chick that he's going along with this whole thing Right, then that just shows you how crazy she is because she, even though she's in the cage, she's controlling the situation. Right. Yeah. So. And you then, know what? I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm a bump it up to an eight. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, just just based off of her. <laughs> right. She was. Fantastic. She was really good in this. Mm-hmm. And then okay, so uh, I had something to ask, and then I. Didn't. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I fucked it up. Did it have, have to do with the the uh, very ending or what? Okay, so the scene where she's talking to her pretend roommate is was okay. So was the roommate real at all, 
did she actually kill her at some point in time? I th- yeah, I think at one time she she died. What was it? A car crash or something like that? Or, she died or in. Does she, she just have crazy multiple personalities? Well, um, she didn't actually die from the car crash. She died from oh, her stabbing right. her that's in right. the eye. The eye. <laughs> but okay, this yeah. this is where okay, I think you're onto something because if she died, mm-hmm. be and I, uh, the whole reveal is that she was sleeping with the boyfriend, right? It doesn't really seem like the boyfriend ever gave a fuck or I don't know, like maybe this didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Like maybe she's was... really crazy. Oh, wow. <laughs> you guys are blowing my mind, man. Yeah. Cause there, there was that scene when Dominic Monaghan and he said, before I walk in, I can hear you talking in two different voices. Right. Mm. So there was that. And then there was the, there was the, there was the scene where she was talking to her pretend roommate, after Dominic Moynihan left, after uh, after he had accused her of being a murderer, mm-hmm. and she was talking about she was just playing the part and just you know doing whatever yeah. it takes to get out. Okay, this uh, yeah, this we're, gonna have, we're gonna have to watch this movie too. again. Like I yeah, I I really do feel like I need to go back and watch it again. I, there was there was because there was a few scenes there where I was like, wait a minute. Is this? I don't. I'm not entirely sure what ha- what's happening. So, like, even during the whole last half of the movie, where where you you knew that she was the murderer, I wasn't entirely sure that she was the murderer. Like, I I didn't know if she oh, was just on, playing dude. part, and we were just waiting for another plot twist to come along, right? Or you know, if if it was the way that it seemed, all of a sudden, you you really thought they were going to go there. Well, I don't know. Obviously, it crossed your mind, right? Yeah, just because of that scene where she was where where she was talking to her roommate and she said something along the lines of, you know, well, I know I'm just playing the part, you know. Right. So it sounded like she was trying to just let him believe whatever he believed, just so that she could get out of that mess. Oh wow, that would have been a that would have been a twist. She was a sexy bad guy, though, man. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So I guess uh, it sounds to me like we all three of us would definitely recommend that our uh, listeners check out Pet then. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't uh, don't believe what you read about the ticket sales and things like that, right? Definitely. It's yeah, that weird. is $70. That is crazy. Kind of uh, well, hey, one theater, if that's all it was True. released in, the producers did the wrong thing. <laughs> right. That's that, that's not on the filmmaker there, brother. That's yeah. on somebody else. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to move on to our next uh, our next movie, which is uh, Rupture. Uh, it's directed by Steven Shaneberg, also known for Secretary, which is a really good movie. And uh, Fur, an imaginary portrait of Diane Arbus. Any ideas? No. Nope. <laughs> Brian? Nope. Okay. All right. Well, this writer, this uh, writer has definitely done some good stuff. Brian Nelson uh, is also known for Hard Candy. 30, oh, great movie. Yeah, very good. 30, 30 Days of Night and Devil. Okay. Which some would say was the best uh, M. Night movie in some time, which, of course, he didn't even direct. He just, he just produced it. Yeah. Um, I won't say it's the best. <laughs> well, so, some it's, would it's, say. It's, some would say it's good. I liked it, but I yeah, it wasn't. Uh, wasn't bad. 
Yeah. What, uh, Brian, tell uh, listeners that may not have seen Hard Candy, can you give us a quick little summary of what that movie was about? Um, basically, you got the uh, character Patrick Wilson, who um, has a young girl show up to his house. Um, or not actually show up to his house. He is kind of uh, creepily... I don't know how to put it. He's offering to take pictures of her. I believe that's how it went. Uh, what is the actress's name? Uh, Ellen um, Page. Ellen Page. Yeah. Yeah. She's. I don't know if it's role. pictures. It's pictures or something. Basically, he's talking mm-hmm. to this young girl online. Right. They meet up, and then uh, things get a little crazy from there, which uh, justifiably they should because he's a fucking creepy pedophile. <laughs> you know what? After I saw this movie, it was really hard for me to to like Patrick Wilson in anything for years. Yeah. You can you can ask my wife. Every time he came on the screen I would I would just I would just really get creeped out. And I don't think yeah, it was but, finally until Fargo that I started, you know, kind of kind of liking him again in some in some roles. Oh, which any everybody listening to this, uh we're recording on a Wednesday, uh Fargo season three tonight. Oh yeah, Uh-oh. that's right. So the trivia uh, that we've got on this one, let's see what, what I was able to dig up here. Uh, oh, uh, Brian, I think I actually um, messaged you about this one. Uh, the wall behind Renee in the detention room repeats the exact pattern of the famous carpet from the movie The Shining. Huh. Did you notice that, Philip? I I didn't know. I noticed that it was definitely a striking pattern, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know that. That was that's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's it's that uh, that same exact weird pattern. Um, Art or Ari Millen and Percy Hines White's father Joel Thomas Hines have both appeared in Orphan Black. There we go again with the Orphan Black stuff, uh, though they never share a scene. So more another movie with a with a, a tie to Orphan Black, Brian. Yeah, cool. Uh, the film premiered at the Fantasia International Film Festival on July fifteenth, two thousand sixteen, and was released in the UK on November fourth, two thousand sixteen. Uh, so that's the trivia that I was able to find on Rupture, starring Numi Rapace. Um, Brian, what'd you think, man? Okay, I was kind of hoping not to go first, but I'll go ahead because I don't know how to. You don't have to. You don't. Have I don't to know how first. to. I don't know how to rate this movie. I don't know if I like it or hate it. I I, I can see where you're coming from. Um. Okay. Um. Numi Rapace. She's fucking great in this movie. Yeah. Um, Mm. Everything I see her in. Oh, you didn't like her? Ah, great's a strong word for me. (laughs) I liked her for me anyway. She was good. Um, Look, look, she's no Ripley. Okay, and there were some scenes in here that were definitely right out of Alien. Okay. Yeah, I didn't right. realize she's a real how strong female lead. You know, I didn't realize how muscular she was. I know, there's a right? couple of scenes where you know, right. She looked like she can kick some ass. Um, it had a great cast. I mean, you got Peter Stormare, Michael Chiklis. You know, mm-hmm. other. Uh, oh, you didn't. Oh, no, okay. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, okay. Peter Stormare, really, Brian? How long was he in this movie? Maybe ten minutes. He was in it uh, long enough for me to remember he was in it. Oh, yeah. That guy, he was one so of the main characters. I was so, that, no, I was so disappointed that he wasn't in it more. But well, he's, what I'm he's, saying he's, is, he's the big main bad guy. You can't, he can't be in the whole movie. Yeah, what I'm saying is he when he shows up in a movie, I always remember he was in the movie. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. 
Um, but there was a lot of <laughs> creepy things that happened. Right. A, a, a lot of things that had to do with people's fears. And there was like, I don't know, man. It's just, <laughs> there was a lot of unexplained things that happened. It, it was almost like, I don't know if there was, if it was edited or they just tried to make you just think about things, but it was really hard for me to really review this movie. And I thought, I really thought it was going to be like a body horror type movie, mm-hmm. but it didn't really go that way. Right. And uh, I'm, you know, I'll have to pass it off to you guys. I'll finish my review after <laughs> I got to really think about this. It was, uh, it, this movie had me really confused on what it was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't blame you, man. I'll go next. And I'm, I'm, Sounds like I'm probably going to be the opposite of what Lance is going to say, because <laughs> I actually really like this movie. It was uh, it was very uh, tense, you know, crime, kidnap, thriller kind of movie that turned sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, I, don't, I mean, I don't want to give too much away. But I think it's totally worth watching. Um, it, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, maybe not quite as much as Pet. Pet surprised me a little more than this one did. Uh, but this one was, I mean, while it, while it may not be a 10, dude, it was definitely worth checking out. Uh, you know, I, it, was, it was interesting. Some of the special effects were a little goofy. Uh, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I like, I liked the, uh, I liked the idea of the whole thing. It was different. And it was uh, mm-hmm. it, it took me a little bit by surprise. Well, uh, when, when we when we get to spoilers, I, I want you to explain to me what was the idea of this movie because I was kind of lost. I mean, I mean, I do agree with you. It was one mm-hmm. one movie in the beginning, which I kind of wanted it to be that movie because um, yeah. I thought this was just going to be a brutal uh, abduction movie. And they were going to do some really fucked up shit. And then, like you said, it turned into a sci-fi movie. Right. Which I, have, some... I have no problem. It's just I really, after the movie got done, I kind of wanted it to be how it started. <clears throat> yeah, I can see that. It it was It was one of those movies where you don't know what's going on until probably towards the end of the movie. And so you keep guessing as 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 to what is happening, what is happening. And, but I, I think that that's kind of cool because it, it puts you uh, sort of in the same shoes as the main character because she doesn't know what the hell is happening. She just gets mm-hmm. kidnapped. It's a good point. And uh, and and I, I don't know. I, I think it took some cool twists and turns and it was it was different than a, than your mainstream thriller movie. Which is probably why it didn't get um, as as high of marks and things like that. But mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I think it was still definitely worth watching, and I I I enjoyed it probably more than most. I mean, it mixed horror and sci-fi, and I like that. I think that was cool. Well, I actually did like the story. I did uh, I did appreciate what they tried to do. I thought that it was I, I thought that it was a really neat concept. Um, without giving too much away, Bas- basically they were doing things 
I mean, you already know it's a it's it's a kidnapping movie. I mean, if you've seen the trailer or if you've seen the first ten minutes of the movie, you are you already know she gets taken. Right. Um, but I mean, I I like the way that they kind of let's see without spoiling anything here. I, li- I like the way that they had a purpose for doing what they were doing. They weren't doing it just to be. See, I'm kind of the opposite of you, Brian. I think you wanted to see them do it just to be sadistic or to, like you said, have a a, a body horror feel to it or something like that where they finally yeah. escape or whatever. Um, I actually like the fact or appreciate the fact at least that they tried to incorporate a completely different type of story into that and give a real reason why they were doing right. it. Yeah. Um, but my, you know, I mean the two words I would use, cause I was really looking forward to this. I don't know if you guys remember when we saw the trailer for this a few weeks back and I said that I was really, really looking forward to it. And I was glad that I had, uh, uh, direct TV because it was a uh-huh. one of those Direct TV exclusives. Yeah, yeah. Peter Storm um, there, man. Happy yeah, absolutely. Wrong? Yeah. So I so I paid the ten ninety nine uh, ten dollars and ninety nine cents to rent it, which I thought was a damn high rental rate, but whatever. Hell no shit. Um, but no, I would I, I would best describe this to me as um, missed opportunity. I think with the story that they had, I think if there had been more Storm Air, I think there if there had just been better, you know, better better acting overall. I think if the editing had been better, I think if the sh- a lot of those shots where things were happening in the middle didn't seem like they... I mean, they were really neat visually, but they did just kind of seem like they were just one after the other. Um, I just didn't think it was edited all that well. Um, and considering how, how much I enjoyed Secretary, I was kind of really looking for... And Hard Candy. The, the writer did Hard Candy. So I think between those two, I was expecting... Ah, a little bit more of a masterpiece. I think my problem was that I went in expecting a lot more out of this movie than I feel like I got. And yes, I do think that they just kind of flat ripped off uh, Ripley in the first Alien and a lot of those crawl space scenes and stuff like that. So anyway, that's all I'm going to say about it. You guys ready to rate? Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, Philip, you're going to know who went first. Brian, did you did we talk you I, who went first or not? I, I kind of went first. <laughs> <laughs> probably, I'll go, probably, are you, probably. Are I'll, go, I'll go first on ratings, man. I'll volunteer. Okay. Um, I'm gonna give it an eight. I think that it was, uh, it, it was definitely worth a watch. Um, what I paid ten ninety nine for it on demand. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think cool. it was. Uh, right. I mean, you, you got to love that type of movie, and it's definitely something different. Um, you're not gonna know anybody in it but Peter Stormare. But, and uh, and Numi Rapace, of course. Right, but uh, it, it's still. I think. Uh, I think it was a really good movie to watch, man. It was really entertaining. Uh, Brian. Um, <laughs> I, uh, oh my gosh! I think for now I'm gonna give it a six and a half. That's pretty good. I'm like I said, I'm right there on the fence. I don't necessarily know if I like it or hate it, but. I thought Numi Rapace was great in this movie. Yeah, we we could. I wish I would have had more Peter Stormare, but kind of going to get into that later. I think she made it more enjoyable her performance in this movie. So I'm a for now. I, this is probably going to be another rewatch for me. So yeah. uh, six and a half. Both of them are a little hard to rate. True, true. Well, this this will probably be another rewatch for me, but. I, I guarantee it won't be for ten dollars and ninety nine cents. If it's uh, if it's on Netflix, I'll I'll rewatch it for sure. But 
No, I actually did like it more than I didn't like it, and that's actually because of the creepy scenes in the middle there. So, um, all in all, at the end of the day, I give it, I'll give it a, a 5.5 because I don't want to give it just a flat 5. You know, I want to I want to go on one side of the fence or the other. And so I would definitely say because it's a lot of the creepy imagery that I thought was really cool and the basic storyline, although not the execution of it, I'll give it a 5.5. Spoiler it's crazy time. that I'll, that I'll remember more of this movie right. than the fast than the, uh, the fate of the fate furious. Of the furious. Yep. <laughs> guaranteed. Guaranteed. Hey, that's good, man. That's why, we go the, that's why we go to the movies, right? That's why we do what we do, guys. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. Um, I'll kick it off. Um, where I originally said um, how I thought this movie was going to go, this movie looked like it was going to be really brutal and crazy because that whole abduction scene, right? they just basically... Um, she gets the flat tire that they initiate because they put a little thing to blow out her tire, which I, I, I was just it really had me intrigued in the beginning because uh, kind of rewind a little bit. Um, they were already watching her because they had cameras set up in her house. Yeah, right. I noticed that. Super fucking efficient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, yeah, definitely efficient. Uh, truck pulls up. Guy offers to help very persistent she allows him to do it which was kind of weird because she just really seemed like a you know i'll do it myself type of person i don't need anybody's help especially yeah. with, those, with those guns and, uh, she has huh she should yeah <laughs> she should have no she should have no problem changing a tire right yeah but and then when the actual abduction because they tackle the shit out of her tase yeah. her and then duct tape her entire right. head <laughs> I was thinking, Which, how the fuck is she breathing? <laughs> I know. Then, I was like, why did they duct tape her whole head? Why? And I then mean, they, <laughs> they they cuff her in the back of a truck and then cut her jeans off and then give her a bucket to piss in. Right. Talking about this is going to be a long ride. So I'm like, where the fuck are they taking her? Yeah. It got and, scary real quick. <laughs> yeah. And that's where. I was really into this movie. And then when we just got into all the other stuff, it was, it was creepy. It was intriguing, but I, it didn't really go nowhere. And I, I, and then when the reveal of who these people were, I got really fucking confused. Are they aliens? Are they mutants? Are what's going on? The, the, I didn't really understand the thing with the touching of the skin, the rubbing faces. Cause apparently you can, you can read, you yeah. can tell what people's thinking through their skin. They can absorb information through the skin, which it doesn't make sense in a couple of parts of the movies. But yeah, uh, when it yeah. first happened, I thought they were just these people are weird because just they weird. keep like sniffing her and rubbing her skin. They keep saying she has interesting skin. Well, yeah, but which, hey, hold, which hold I on, like guys, that it is. I like it too because that's the next step in evolution, man. The, the more we evolve, the more, you know, for example, a lot of people think that as humans evolve, we're going to have, you know, telekinetic abilities and abilities to read so, other people's minds and stuff like that. So why wouldn't it extend oh, to that I, as I had, well? Like sense of smell, no, for example. I had no problem with it. I liked it. It just, I didn't, I didn't get no explanation of where these people came from. Right. 
Yeah, that's that. That's actually a pretty good point. I didn't really think about that, but it it would have been nice to have some sort of origin story aside from being abducted and trying to be induced into this culture. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it is. It's just the next step of human evolution. So they found this strain of DNA, and if if apparently if you get scared enough, they. Uh, which I don't know why being kidnapped and locked in a fucking room by yourself would not be scared enough. But uh Yeah, she looked pretty fucking scared. Yeah. <laughs> but uh then 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 you evolve into this hills have eyes looking creature and uh <laughs> <laughs> with like three pupils and right. uh and and suddenly have these Spock like abilities where you 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 don't feel emotion anymore, right. and uh, everything is very rational and calm, you know. So it was definitely a weird reveal. Uh, I was kind of I was kind of hoping for aliens actually, mm-hmm. uh, halfway through the movie, but uh, I I you, think you got- this. This was a cool version of it, though. It was just... It you guys was, have to it. Oh, you guys are kind of cutting out. Uh-oh. Sorry, man. Oh, okay. There you are. Uh, you guys got to admit the special effects on when there was rupturing was a little wonky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little that bit. Was, that was really my biggest problem with the movie was when their faces got all distorted, it was... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was pretty obviously computer animation just... <laughs> you think? Sending their face around. I mean, I I know, man. They could have used some more practical effects to make that look cooler or something, but it was... It is what it is, man. man you know? It was super digitized, and it was it was not very... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I wish maybe they had done something else with that. Like, maybe a different kind of effect. Like, why would human evolution have you looking like that? <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> was kinda, that, was a, that was a bit of a stretch, wasn't it? Like, I can understand the but, eyeballs. That's kind of cool. But, like, the right. whole face getting all jumbled chunked from, you know, Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't even Chunk. What is his name? Sloth. <laughs> hey, you guys. I, I, that's, that's what I do. I did. I did. I did enjoy that whole scene, though. Right. Uh, when they when they got her to rupture, because you could just she she acted that scene out really well. Yeah. That she, that fear of the spiders and her beating her head on everything to break try to break that helmet off her head. That's what uh-huh. I'm saying. I thought that she did great in the movie. I loved the accent. I loved the strong woman. I loved the uh costume design even of her in her little blue you know tank top outfit and uh it was i i thought she did awesome right well so i mean we all enjoyed it to 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 a certain extent obviously you guys enjoyed it a lot more than i than i did i would definitely watch pet again first before i would watch this again yeah pet was pet was better but this was good yeah, like I said, I just wanted more out of it. I just wanted more out of it. You know, my expe- my expectations were too high. Simple as that. You know, that's all it was because I, I wasn't expecting anything out of this movie at all. Right. All right. So you guys uh, would recommend this to our listeners then? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. No, don't listen to my review because I was just confused as shit. But it's definitely worth checking out. Yeah, definitely, definitely worth watching. 
Even if you don't like it, it's worth watching. All right. Well, on that note, uh, as always, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. We would love, Philip would love to hear your feedback and ideas, right, Philip? Let's do it. <laughs> I'm here. I'll listen to you. You can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Podbean. Just do a search for The Horror Returns. Uh, we are on iTunes. You can rate us and review us if you'd like. And next week, we will be reviewing the relatively new movie, The Void, uh, as well as the original John Carpenter classic, The Thing. And Brian, I know you're looking forward to that. Yes, I am. Be awesome. Uh, and we might try to squeeze in a review for Colossal as well, if if at least one of us makes it out to the limited screening, because I think it will be uh, at a couple of theaters in Houston uh, starting starting this weekend. So I'm going to try to make it out there, although definitely won't be doing it this weekend because I'll be out of town, but maybe during the week. So okay. until the horror returns again, Brian. Good night.